Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Jungleland podcast. Hola. And that's a bit of a, a bit of culture for you there. Spanish from the and a and suspiciously and a suspicious accent. What was it? Accent. Accent. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I don't know what it's meant to be. Hello, hello, hello. I don't know. That was just me jossing around having a laugh. Can't do accents in 2020, Sean. Can't do accents in 2020, Ant. You cannot do accents in 2020. It's episode 35. That's yeah. accent. Episode 35 of the Junkman podcast, which means 35 times we've pressed record on the old button there. We've sat down, we've cracked open a couple of cans of Pepsi Max. PMs. And uh, we've just had a conversation. We've had a chat. We've had a chinwag. We've had a gossip. We've had a uh, we've had a um, conversation. Conversation. A little less conversation. A little more action, podcast, please. Podcast. Yeah, I could die like that. Um, yeah. So today's episode, we're not talking about the the um, the mysteries, the untold, the un- unsolved mysteries that we've been talking about in the past two weeks. We have a little break from that. We are going to do episode three of that. So part three of the unsolved mysteries is coming. You know, I think will be a good mystery for that. Go on. Learning how to like not have to tell your girlfriend a time or an estimated time while getting pissed off when you're not there at the estimated time. I could be out and just say, what time you on? And I'll say, oh, I don't know. It's not really a time limit yeah. me being out. And they'll go, about about, about about half past nine, 10 o'clock. And then you roll past 10. You'll go, where are you? You said you'd be on for 10. I, I didn't I say, didn't be on say 10. that though, did I? So be on maybe about 10. I might have a good time. I might enjoy it. I might stay out yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like at this moment in time, it's feeling like a 10 o'clock finish. Mm. But you get there, you're having a good laugh. Time flies by, you're watching the footer. You know, when you go, you say, Sean, what time recording? Sean will go, Johnny, about seven. You'll pop at quarter past seven. Your phone, you go, Sean, where are you? And you go, I'm just leaving the gym now. I'll be there soon. I've got to have my tea and a little shower. And it's nine o'clock. So we're recording. Thanks a lot for that. I'm dumped. Are you actually getting showered at for? No, I'm just joking. She just texts. So I thought it'd be bit of a funny thing to mention yeah that's okay that's okay we're all right we're having a good time the world's uh still a bit weird at the moment face masks are a thing um still more of a thing now everyone's wearing well you have to wear a face mask to go into tesco's or i don't know what the consequences for not wearing a face mask is i don't know awkward looks awkward looks there are people who just outright refuse to wear a face mask I'm not one of those guys, from being honest with you. Like people go, "Oh no, this is a the baby stepping us into total control," and I'm like, "I'm just like, that's I'm it's just, not a big deal. I just pop on a mask." From being honest with you, I just pop on the mask, wear it in the shop, Good go film. in, pop on the mask, Jinkara, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm happy to do that. Like people kick off, ah fuck, I ain't wearing no mask. And so look, I get it. Like I get the flaws in the whole thing. Like. It's not gonna stop you from getting the virus. You're still touching surfaces where like the germs will live. And people go, Oh, you know, if you can fucking smell farts through boxes and pants, like that means, you know, a mask isn't holding anything in. But there's a reason why surgeons wear face masks when they're cutting people open. It's not so much protecting you from the world around you, it's protecting the world around you from you. Yeah, because you know, the the spit in your mouth when you talk it flies everywhere like you're seeing it, you know, that does land on anyone. And anything in a certain radius. So, you know, it is, it's not, it's not saying this is the answer to stopping the virus. It's, you know, it's, 
it's going to slice off a little, a little, a little knob, a little, no, little just, layer at the top. You know what I mean? It's going to slice it off. Like I say, it's not a big deal. Just do it. Put your mask on. Put your mask on. Get your, your bread and your milk. You know. You no, know, it is awkward though when you see somebody without a mask and you walk up and you go, mm. "Are you all right?" And they'll go, "Is that?" You have to kind of go. You have to lift quickly, it down. Lift yeah. it down a little bit. And they go, "Oh, you all right?" And you go, "Yeah, you, yeah." And you can just carry on with your shop. Yeah, I do like the um, the fact that I can wear a mask. And people won't recognise me, so I don't have to do. I don't have to pretend to not see someone in Tesco now. So, oh, I like not being recognised. Can Michael Jackson over here next to me? I know, yeah. I, don't, I like not being recognised because usually I'm swanned by hundreds of fans getting to my Dude. Renault Clio outside. Go on, say peace like you do at the end of the podcast. Say it, peace and milk. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. The masks, but um, just buy a cool mask. You know what I mean? You could buy a little snood. You could, you know, wear it as like a little cool scarf and just roll it up over your face. Yeah, I mean, I forgot to be fair and girlfriend's bought me a plain black one. That's fine. It goes with the vast majority of my outfits. You put it in your car. Uh, I always forget mine, so I just put it in a little pocket in my car and uh, just wear it. Yeah. And you forget. And I went into the bookies the other day. Andy, where's your mask? I forgot. I'm sorry. I'll pop back in and... I'll have it on. There you go. I'll tell you what, some people like kick off with like Tesco stuff as well. I fucking told the woman who worked there. I fucking walked in. She says, I'm not coming. I says, listen, listen, yeah. And like, swear, like, listen, that woman has just been given a task to do. Like, leave her alone, mate. Leave that woman shit alone. She don't need your shit. She don't need your shit. So anyway, what's going on in the week of, of life? What's going on? Aunt? Tons of shit. Tons of shit. Wyler is in a bit of... Is he in hot water or is the BBC in hot water? I don't really know what's going on with Wiley at the moment. So Wiley, for I think it was a dispute with his manager. I'm under the illusion of someone could correct me, maybe. Um, started throwing out a load of anti-Semitic tweets about him. About actually, I think it's about his manager, but he's kind of generalised it as all the Jewish community. The Jewish community, what fucking over Wiley? Yeah, he has. Let me just drop some of the old Twitter yeah, tweets. Um, I'm allowed to read them out if they're any smack, because I'm quoting. Um, I mean, it's your voice. You can say whatever you want on this podcast, mate. Um, you are responsible for the sounds that your voice So makes. this is not my words. This is the words of Richard Cower. <laughs> Jewish would not... No, Jewish would do anything to ruin a black man's life, but it won't work with me. I am a savage. That sounds doesn't make sense. Jewish would do anything to ruin a black man's life. But it won't work with me. I Jewish am a people. But yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, anything else? Like, Jewish people, you think you are too important. I am sick of you. <laughs> oh my God. That's bad. I don't actually laugh. They create anti Semitic people and moan about it. Oh shit. I mean, this is coming, if you think, several weeks after the whole Black Lives movement matter kind of kicked off mm. and he's basically just doing the polar opposite of a being doing the same thing to a different um so he's deleted all his tweets I don't know you, well, you've got them there but with each Twitter the, um you can't delete 48 hours for Twitter to like swamp him and block his account and stuff so also he's been blocked yeah um, for hate speech people are saying about his MBE that he should be stripped of that ooh um, if you are Jewish and you have never heard of Wyler, today's your lucky day. Sarcasm. I would imagine it's not really a lucky day. Probably had a better days than getting a rust off him. So 
here's where the, the plot thickens. The BBC wrote an article about Wiley. Was it about the same thing? The thing there, the picture one is The Guardian. The Guardian wrote an article about Wiley and yeah. posted a picture of Kano. And that just says to me, You've not done your research. You've not done your research. You You've just, yeah. You're at a similar level to, so basically just a big triple threat match of mass amounts of racism going Bigotry, on. Bigotry, racism, um, profiling. Yeah. Just a swirling, a swirling trifecta of uh, mostly bad shit. And poor Kano got roped into this and uh, he's done nothing wrong. He's got to what have I done? He's just enjoying himself, acting in things, um, rapping. Yeah. Just doing his thing, enjoying Obviously, life. Probably enjoying a little bit of quarantine, thinking I'll start doing shows again soon. Yeah. And uh, let's stay on the topic of bigotry and let's talk about good old, well, not good old, Tommy Robinson. Yeah. Another one Tommy who Tommy Robinson. Where's it suspended? Yeah. The hate, uh, hateful man. I call him a hateful man because I think he brings out the worst in people. Um, his followers are Fix usually fuck. usually simpletons. Like Generalising them. In England, in Union Jack shorts, um, a Sports Direct t-shirt. A can of... A pair of umbrella trainers. best poison. A tattoo that says something like, R.I.P. Jono. Um, a shaved head. Um, a nose Three that suggests... on the chest. Yeah, a nose that suggests years of drinking Guinness. And fisticuffs. And a pair of cheap white socks rolled up. Um, and not even in a stylish way, like I would sometimes wear like a pair of like Nike socks pulled up in a gym. Look pretty cool. I must say so myself. But these guys, just usually like Slazinger, like a pair of Slazinger socks, Lonsdale. Um, I'm trying to think of some other brands. Everlast. Everlast. Tap out. Tap, oh, tap out. No fear. Yeah. No fear. Yeah. I mean, any of these outfits, I mean, if you're the sort of person who wears these, I imagine not because people listen to this podcast. Uh, they've got a bit of class. They've got a bit of style. Um, they're intelligent people who listen to this podcast. Um, more higher end kind of More higher trend, end. Attractive like people. Adidas and that. Yeah. Usually wearing Nike, Converse, Vans. Um, I wouldn't say Armani. We don't, you know, that's not, I mean, some chaps wear Armani, don't they? Yeah. Get um, knocked off now, can't you? Get a couple of duds. Still yeah. looks the part. But yeah, that's our that's our audience. But anyway, we digress. We digress. So these toothless simpletons who follow Tommy Robinson anyway, definitely going to kill me in the street. Um, they actually have nothing to do with what we're about to say. So Tommy Robinson, the man who is against immigration, yep. the man who's not a big fan of asylum seekers entering the British Isles, has fled the country to seek asylum in Spain. Due to fears of his life. In a nice uh, first world country. And which, you know, it's a shame that he fears for his life because although I dislike the man, I don't wish any harm on him. I don't wish any harm on his other he half. He like a crack though, don't he? Well, he probably did get home when he was in jail. They battered him. Um, his missus, who he's in fear of. Is his missus? Something to do with his missus? His girlfriend? Yeah, Why? something to do with his missus' house. Yeah. So um, they fled the country out of fear of their safety, which is ironic because asylum seekers who went to countries like ours are also in fear for their lives but usually it's not because someone's going to batter them it's yeah, because, because their husband's been going on racial rants and going mad it's because you know they're them and their children's house has been blown up to smithereens and they just want to not get blown up or live in fear of yeah. 
having gas attacks. Guys like um, what's he called? Was it Kunte or something? The guy who's running around in Ghana or something, kidnapping kids and that. Oh, um, Kone. Kone, that's it. Did he even exist? Apparently so. There's memes of him and everything. Yeah, but it was that guy that was a Joseph Coney guy. Like, what was he called? He was like, um, he ended up going crazy. Well, they said he went crazy. He's probably talking perfect sense. And um, labeled him running around naked. But that was like a big deal for a while, weren't it? It stopped Joseph Coney. It was like this massive internet, um, what do they call it? Like a well, campaign. Yeah. It was, it was big. It was massive. It was massive. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then all of a sudden, oh, it was crazy. as lions talking shit and he fell off the face of the earth, which tells me what he said was almost certainly true. And he probably got murdered for keeping his fucking mouth open. Yeah, because he said, like, why don't America go and stop people like this? So like, you shut your fucking mouth, you. Did your mum ever do that to you? in a minute, you cunt. I say, did your mum ever do that to you? She probably did because we had the same mum <laughs> talking to you like we're not related. And you when, uh, when you're doing something, you're acting up a little bit and like this has got a smile on the face. I go, yeah, you keep on acting up and you're going to go cracking in a minute. Like, say it through gritty teeth. Yeah, gritty teeth. Squeeze of the old hand. Squeeze of the old hand. So yeah, Tommy Robinson, what do you think about that? Um, I mean, I mean, like I say, you don't, you don't want a farmer to be famous for his life. But he's a bit of a cunt, and the chances are he's probably brought it on himself. If he is, if he has that mentality that he does have, I would second guess to say that his wife doesn't disagree with him, or else it'd be fucking chaos in the house. Imagine when his wife was really liberal. Like, imagine his wife was far left. She was yeah, all like, fucking far left this country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, good joke. And then we've got the AMC. Hmm? AMC have struck a deal with Universal, which me and you just tried to understand. We've both read the a couple of articles. That's a lie. We've both read one article, trying to make it sound like we're more educated than we actually are. It was Forbes. It's fine. And uh, so as far as I can make out of this deal, so AMC, um, who are, uh, you know, they're not, they're not that big over here, but they're a movie theater brand. Um, bigger in America, one of the main ones, if not the main one, have struck a deal with Universal where they get an 18 or 17-day exclusivity on their titles. So for 17 days, they'll be released in AMCs before anywhere else. And then after that, on the 18th day, they go to all the other movie um, companies. So basically, you got all the, the eager beavers. That yeah. Were well, you get mean two weeks. It's over two weeks. Like I think if you if a new film comes out and it's been more than two weeks... You probably wasn't intended on watching it anyway. Mm. So I don't think many people are going to go watch them anywhere else. If you're a James Bond fan and you want to see the new Bond movie, you're not going to wait too. You're not going to wait 17 days. What's, oh, I mean, I wonder what the cost is, prices. Because obviously over here, you've got like a Cineworld, world, which is kind of expensive. So I'd be like, if they're the MC, would you want to go to the expensive ones? Or would you wait two weeks and go to... The Odeon and pay a five up. Do AMC on? I'm sure AMC on something. I'm sure they're on one of our Universal films. <laughs> and then, yeah, then there's like a digital release, um, PVOD, meaning premium video. Um, oh, God. I'm gonna, I'll put um, is it? some distribution. I don't know. Let's have a look. Premium video on demand. What an idiot. I do not remember that. So then it becomes premium video on demand. So it becomes like an exclusive Netflix where if you have an account, I assume, you can log in and watch this film as you would on Netflix, even though it's not even out properly yet. And uh, it's just going to be a weird one. I mean, I don't know if it's a bad thing or a good thing for moviegoers because somebody like myself who goes to the cinema quite a lot, 
Um, is it going to make my experience worse or is it going to make it better? i not too sure because studios like Disney, for instance, now, like, where does that leave other movie studios? I mean, Disney, whoever Disney, if Disney do something similar and they, and they pick another company and they go, okay, if you're going with AMC, then we're going to go with this other company. Whichever company that would be would also get Marvel, Fox, you know, basically anything that's owned by Disney. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's going to be like a weird, 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 weird few months. Um. AMC and Universal seem to have got in front of COVID and managed to strike a deal that, you know, that might safeguard them in the future for people who don't want to leave the house because now they can stream it at home after you've paid a certain fee. Um, I don't know. I like to leave the house. I like to go, I like to, go to the cinema. I don't want to stream a film at home. Yeah, but you play on your phone and shit. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you just want to get a big oversized drink and sit in a seat and drink it before the uh, trails start. Yeah. Eat popcorn and spend the rest of the film picking out your teeth. Um, nachos. You're eating nachos and you have no idea what state your t-shirt's in because you got sloppy shit all over the gaff and then you're eating them and eating them and eating them and the movie and you stand up and you've just caked in nacho Jeez. cheese and you don't and you won't know until you leave. And you go, Ooh, jalapenos there. I'll have yeah, that. Have that. Got no yeah. drink and it's fucking burning. You know what I love in the cinema? Is when um the distinctive sound of somebody kicking the popcorn over. Ooh. <laughs> the old the old popcorn trick. Get on the back seat, get a bit rander. What's that, Neil? Popcorn trick, what's that? Oh, you give her a nudge, you get an erection, you put it on the bottom of the popcorn, you go, you want some popcorn, love? <laughs> <laughs> She's falling about down there, she's touching your cock. <laughs> Just the tip of it. Yeah. Do you reckon anyone's ever actually done that? Yeah, slut. Pardon? Do you reckon anyone's ever actually done that? Um, probably. So, so, so someone's got to have done it, haven't they? Someone yeah. shot up the cinema at Batman in America, then. That's true. Pretty sure someone's had a wank in um, the cinema. Oh yeah, I definitely imagine that's happened. But I'm um, thinking more of the old popcorn trick. Like, is it an actual thing that exists? Like, people talk about doing it, like some joke that isn't funny anymore. Not to mm. rain in your parade. But <laughs> you think your fucking butter all of your fingers now. You better believe it. And yeah, I remember I was watching um, it was the Hobbit, and uh, a guy behind me who was drunk, um, threw up on the floor behind me. <laughs> <laughs> So, not only have you got a scruff behind you, you've also got the smell of alcohol vomit. Yeah. Presumably at some questionable foods after he drank. Yeah, just sat there like, what the fuck is this? Waited for years for this film. Did you move a seat? Um, no, we didn't actually. Um, I don't know why. I was just sat in the same seat and watched it the entire way through. But so, I, just, I hate those dickheads who go in the cinema. Like, people who just sit there on the phones, like texting, and it's like, mate, your phone is so bright. Turn it the fuck off. Yeah. Like why go film. to the cinema to text all the way through it? And also, you know what I fucking hate? People who film the opening like moments like on Snapchat or whatever. Like, can't you just experience something without having to fucking tell the world about it? Oh, everyone, guess what? I'm at the cinema. No one cares. I might film the popcorn trick. Show the whole world that on Snapchat. <laughs> like, just tag yourself in at the place if you want to. I am so at the cinema. Gives a fuck. I'm at the cinema watching this film. Like, if that makes you feel better, do it. But nobody needs to see the facts. Like, nobody needs to see you filming that shit. No. Yeah, I agree. Me, I'm bad on my phone outside the cinema, but in the cinema, that's kind of just put it on silent, not hear it, not feel it vibrating, just get lost for a little bit. I was watching a film once, can't remember what it was, and there was a guy next to me, and he was reacting to everything out loud. Like, he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't have a reaction without verbalizing it. So we go, like, there could be a man and a woman talking, and he'd be going, hmm, what? 
Oh, I don't know about that. And so then, basically, it was the exact guy that a director loves. Yeah, most people act like it's in the head. And like the woman would be going like, say that there was a conversation between a man and a woman in the movie and the woman would say something and he'd go, yeah, I'm sure she thinks that. <laughs> he was like, I just, I, I, I'm a nice guy, so I don't, I wouldn't actually do it. But he kind of wants to go to, mate, mate, shut the fuck up. Like, can you please have a thought or an emotion without fucking like involving the entire room in it? <laughs> oh, and then I went, remember the Bronson film? Yeah. yeah. I remember going watching Bronson and there's a group of lads, like, you know, Tommy Robinson type lads. Yeah. And they're all watching it. And every time like Bronson got in a fight or swore at a cop or, you know, did something like this, like you would, you know, a hard man would do. They'd like laugh, but in a way it was as if to say, like, <laughs> yeah, I've done that. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I can Ooh, relate been to there that. Before. Been there before. Battered five coppers in a prison cell. <laughs> been, been there, done that. Didn't wear a t-shirt. And was like, mate, what is it? Like, stop. Stop thinking you can relate to these scenarios because you can't. Stop thinking you're hard. Thing is the best is uh, you go watch a horror film and then you just get like one old oh, one ah! every two minutes. Anytime like a dark hairy scene comes on with a little bit of music, someone's and the camera will yeah. shoot off to the left. I remember watching um this is just an episode of just us remembering times that we went to the <laughs> cinema. Um the the fucking I can't remember Leonardo DiCaprio film where is Oh that one Leonardo style. DiCaprio film. Yeah. You know the film. Revenant. The Revenant. And he gets attacked the by Revenant. It. it was the Revenant. Fucking what a guess. And um when he gets attacked by the bear, there was a woman who was freaking the fuck out. Ooh, I can't watch this. It's like, sorry, does the fake bear attacking Leonardo DiCaprio clearly hasn't been attacked by a bear? Is that too much for you to handle? Did he have to um actually sleep in like a fucking bison or whatever it was for that film? He cut open a horse, yeah. And, and got inside it, yeah. Because he's vegetarian, isn't he? Didn't he like, actually have to he, eat? Yeah, he like a piece of like meat as well, like raw liver or something like that. I don't know what the organ was. Yeah, I remember, I remember hearing that story about it. Yeah. But um, can I uh, just stop you from tapping that pen there? Yeah. Out of sight. Going back to the cinema thing, though, would this like kind of affect smaller companies or like maybe independent films? where they could be the the draw out of the small cinemas who've obviously got the universal ones and not many people are going to go and see them. So they'll kind of invest the time into more. Yeah. I imagine a lot movies. of the smaller ones get bought out um, or either be bought out or fold. Or I was thinking what would be a good shout to do now if you had, um, if you had the, the investment there, I reckon it'd be a good time for, um, Cinemas that show old movies, yeah, yeah, by so, outdoor cinemas as well. Yeah, like you wanted to show it, just you know, you wanted to start off all three Star Wars films back to back, Jurassic Park, Gone with the Wind, you know, like those types of cinemas that yeah. have those events on. And you know, so long as you know the inside of the cinema is nice and it's a comfortable environment, like, yeah, why can't these companies now sort of step forward? Classic horror movie nights, that kind of thing, yeah, like I say, what about new kind of new up-and-coming directors or like like say small funded kind of companies you know kind of like the the paranormal activities where it's a very low budget film like yeah kind of be more inclined to take a punt on on them kind of films because everyone's well, already seen there must be some stipulations because if this if these companies are seen to be not supporting like the little guy so if all these companies now get bought up and you know they're all they can they've all got exclusivity on x y and z 
And I suppose as a small independent or if you're maybe part of a small film company, a film production company, I suppose your film can be played anywhere because you're not really sought after, are you? Mm. So you can you can be played anywhere. So maybe, I don't know, I couldn't predict one way or another. Could it be a good thing, could it be fucking terrible. Um, some people think that Joe Rogan signing an exclusive deal with Spotify is absolutely terrible and has been given a lot of heat off podcasters for it. I personally think it's good if your podcast is on Spotify. Yeah. You know, the biggest podcaster in the world and he's taken all that traffic off YouTube, which we don't really use anyway, so it doesn't bother us. It's taken all the way from YouTube and it's just traffic that is directed di- like straight into Spotify, which is our number one platform. So selfishly, works for us. Couldn't care less if it works for the other podcasters. If I'm being honest. <laughs> I mean, do you care about the other podcasters? Have you got a soft spot for other podcasters of the world? Um, no, I enjoy some of them. I enjoy some of them, the good ones. Um, but yeah, I just think um, people are you know, kicked off over it. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Are you telling me that you would turn down 100 million for your pride? I would never. Like I say, not even pride because he probably don't give a fuck. He go, yeah, all right, I'll do. 100 mil. Thank you, Spotify. I think he's been working on that for a couple of years, if I'm being honest with you. Mm. He's never been on Spotify. And I was always like, why Why not Spotify? Like, what, am, what am I doing wrong? Like, what am I missing by putting this on Spotify? Like, why has Joe Rogan not done it? And I think he's been holding out for this deal. Yeah. So by not giving it him, obviously. It's like, it's like when a footballer says, wants a new contract, he'll go, all right, I might go to City. So obviously like, oh, don't go there. Yeah. He'll give you all this money to... Yeah. And I think, I think there's more too as well. Like, I had a bit of a... When I was going through the whole Pizzagate thing, I... um. I was thinking about it a lot, and I was like, a couple of years ago, um, Joe Rogan was talking to Kanye West about coming on the show, and Kanye was going to go on it because Joe said, you can speak about whatever you want on my show. And then it just never happened. And I'm thinking, why has that not happened? And then you think YouTube, they can kind of make or break you. So if you rely heavily on YouTube, they can decide to pull your material if they feel it's, if you're saying the wrong thing, if you're if your words don't align with their political agendas, which they definitely have. If you don't meet criteria. If you don't meet criteria, if you say the wrong thing, if you've got other people's clips or music playing somewhere in the background on your show, it can get cut straight off. Well, Spotify isn't owned by a group of people. It's, you know, so Joe, so Joe Rogan has the freedom now to say and do whatever he wants without fear of being like taken off. Spotify, like he's outright said on the show, Spotify said to him, like, we, like, we don't care what you do just keep on doing your thing and that's it like they have no creative control they have nothing they just give him freedom to say and do whatever freedom he wants of speech. and you can tell because he's actually bitched about him a little bit not bitch about him but you know he's not like been overly like positive about him he's just you know yeah. being honest and um, I think he's gonna I think you're gonna hear more honesty from because if you think about like all this Pizzagate stuff and all this like you know these elites who are coming out now and like the fucking pedos and shit. Like over in sort of Epstein and Maxwell, he's not really said anything about anyone. Mm-hmm. And it's like why? Like back in the day, Joe Rogan like didn't think that men went to the moon. He was like all about conspiracies, and he's not said anything about this. And Kanye's not actually gone on his show, but even Kanye's coming out now and talking about um, the media, you know, putting messages to control your kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, pedophiles, and he's obviously running for president. To I think he's done it to take away votes from Joe Biden to support Donald Trump. Mm. Um, and I think the Kanye West interview is going to happen when he goes over to Spotify, and then they're going to have some seriously deep like conversation. Maybe I could go two hour episode, maybe plus, if maybe four hours. The Alex Jones one was four hours, and that was fucking amazing. Um, 
straight or was it into like segment parts? No, it's four hours straight. Alex Jones is going absolutely off on one for four hours talking about interdimensional Nazi elves. <laughs> Fucking crazy. <laughs> what, did you see the Kanye speech as well? In that oh, church? Clips, the, the presidential thing. Oh, no, I didn't see that, no. Um, I've seen a little bit. He's going on about his mum saved his life. His dad wanted to aborted. And then I think if they say Kim wanted to abort his baby or something. And he Is called, that what he said? Yeah, and he started breaking down in tears and he called um, Chris Jenner a, oh, it a white supremacist, I think, called a oh, white, white supremacist. supremacist yeah. yeah. He did that in tweets as well, didn't he? he yeah. He said that they've controlling him, like filling him with drugs. I mean, you look at the Kardashians, every single one of them has had at least one fellow That's boyfriend not- who has just gone potter and not really to be heard of. You had um, Chloe, she had Lamar. Top basketballer fell off, head fell off, drug abuse, lived in out his car, all that kind of stuff. Um, what's the other one called? Is it not the one who was with Scott? Um, Scott Disick. Yeah. Yeah. Alcoholic. Alcoholic. The son, Rob Kardashian, mad amounts of trouble. <sighs> Fucking, yeah. Um, <laughs> should we uh, not to, are you saving the best till last? Fucking. Oh, Chris. No, mm. fucking Bruce or... Uh, yeah, I mean, Chris Jenner, she was a Bruce. Oh, Chris's fellow, yeah. I mean, not to say he's fucking... I don't know, he can't say shit in 2020. Um, but let's just say, you know, it's it's. I don't know any other families where every single female has had or has a boyfriend or fella that have gone through so much dramatic shit. Yeah, their life is just like a fucking show. Yeah, it's just... It's crazy, isn't it? And then, oh, like that other basketballer that came married, he got a fight there. They divorced. Mm. He must have thought, "Fuck this." Yeah. What, what did he see to make him dash? Like to make him get off like that? Dash. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Dash one. Dashy on. No, but um, yeah, you think they must like know or hear or see or have been involved in some shit that just obviously has made your head go west. Can you rest? Ah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I didn't even set you up for it. It's just, a f- they must be, f- like, because it's all about that fame, aren't they? They're all about that appearance. Even Kylie, like, Kylie, is it Kylie, which was the one that claims to be the first female billionaire, and it turns out she actually wasn't. Like, yeah, the first was self-made billionaire, which, obviously, she's about self-made as fucking Kim's ass cheeks. But it's just, it's nonsense. It's all fake, isn't it? It's just a, it's just a show. Yeah. the light, That's what you said, the life is a show. And yeah, like I say, it's not healthy for fucking anyone. Like, I don't know, man. There's something definitely sinister about a whole family. Like, oh yeah, they're fucked. They're fucked. What do they even do anymore? Because I've got to make up range now. Because is the show still on? I think so. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's on. Still on. Wait, why, why is this not on ITV when Corey's shoot should be on? This is real life Jeff and Yasmin shit. This, this is. I watched an episode. Like one of four episodes I've ever seen. And um, Kim was doing a charity boxing match against some absolute brute of a boxer. She was like from Eastern Europe somewhere. And she was she was obviously, this girl was a savage. And uh, people obviously just wanted to pay money to see Kim Kardashian get fucking licked up for a few rounds. And she, her ass fell out and she didn't want to do it. She was like crying. She was like, nah, I don't want to do it. 
And then this like little disabled girl that she was doing it for, she was like, oh, well, you know, I just really wanted to do it and prove to her that you can do anything. And then it's shown like the first round of the fight and Kim was throwing punches like like a, like a fucking four-year-old throws punches. Mm. Just like no idea how to throw, just, just basically just putting her arms out in front of her face in a straight line and connecting with the person in front of them, right? And then this woman who obviously had every opportunity to knock her clean out just didn't, she didn't like she she threw like a couple of jabs at her, but like really soft, like nothing to her. And it's like, are we supposed to sit here and believe that this was an actual like act of bravery on Kim Kardashian's part? <laughs> and like nobody went up to this woman and said, right, Kim don't want to fucking fight you if you want to get paid. You're gonna get smacked around for a couple hits, and then it will affect you. But you want like did it go? I don't even know how the fight ended. Did it, did it go to distance? Did it like how did it fucking end? The worst diving box in history. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this shit. Um, Kim K boxing match. Yeah, it's a fucking travesty. Yeah, let's watch some of it. Ding, 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 ding. The thing is, like, right, these Kardashians that they can do, the shittest little thing, and I'm like, oh, they're so brave though, aren't they? They're so brave who's put themselves out there. Who's it? It's fucking Tank here in the black that she's boxing. <laughs> okay. You see Bruce in the background laughing his head off. I want to say goodbye. She barely got touched. Dink. You can clearly see how she's kind of holding back as well a little yeah, bit. Yeah, this one I want to. Look at Bruce. He's having the sickest time. He's sick of Dina's tracksuit. It's probably why he's out of pressure, so he could kick the fuck out of her for all the shit he's put through. Round two. She's already wanted to keep up. Look at the footwork out. What do you think of this? It's like a prime Kate. That's like a Katie Taylor now. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, there we go. Look, oh, there we go. Ooh, Some ooh, of ooh. that. Hitting her. Getting hus, her. Hus, hus. Ham, ham, ham. Get him. Oh, heads, headgear's twisted round. Oh, this is, this is gripping Bruce stuff. Bruce is back in the background again, still smiling. Absolutely loving these spoiled brats getting licked up. I wonder what he thinks of these for. He must think, why the fuck am I involved with this? This is, this is good I was, stuff. I was cool back in my day. I was just, Running shit, running gold medals. It sounds like it was two rounds. Oh, we didn't and then the that. result just said all three, which I presume all three. I think rounds. we'll say Kim lost. Yeah, let's go with Kim lost. Speaking of boxing, Tyson. Oh, Roy Jones. No, Tyson. He's fighting Roy Jones. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, what ass. do you think of that? Um. I was tuning. I mean, it's, an ex- it's an exhibition, so you know it's not a pro thing. Um, I think Mike Tyson will wear black shorts. Yeah, he's got to. Yeah, if he does anything, but might be like Stone Cold coming back to wrestling and not wearing his level sixteen jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be good enough. I mean, I don't even want to talk about who I think might win because it's completely different people now. Roy mm-hmm. Jones obviously boxed until like quite late on dinner. Yeah, yeah. So he's probably up until yes, a couple of years ago. I think he had to move to Russia to keep his license and stuff. And Tyson is like, uh, aged, but you see some of the videos of him in training, and you think, "Shit, this guy's still got it." Mike Tyson's a natural heavyweight. I mean, I mean, I've talked about it before, but when I say natural heavyweight, I'm kind of thinking of Roy Jones back in his prime. Um, obviously now he's just a older guy who's obviously put weight on anyway. Yeah, he finishes the heavyweight. Obviously, like say you don't lose your your fat and stuff as much. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it'll be a good matchup anyway. Two yeah. legends going at it. 
It's going to be good stuff. It's going to be better than that fucking Eddie Hall, Hackthorn, Beyonce car crash. That's going to go down. The YouTube fight as well. The YouTube fight. Oh, the YouTube is shit. Don't get me started on the YouTube is shit. I don't care how much money people make out. That's a fucking joke. The worst thing about it is like guys like Jake Paul actually consider themselves like credible boxers afterwards. <laughs> and they have people around them who talk about how fucking sick they are. They have a boxing ring in their gaff because they made millions from YouTube. Just like mate, just fucking get out of your ass. Like they don't, they've just lost, they lost contact with reality. Aren't they, these people, yeah, because their entire lives have been just like creating content, being rich, being told they're fucking awesome all the time. Being irrelevant, pe- unless people are roasting them over, like you know, people going at them trying to make a name for themselves. It's just like they just don't, they don't know how to be normal people, do they? Nah, it's like a fucking, it's like, it's like a mental illness. Like people trying to be TikTok famous, YouTube famous, Instagram famous, fucking setting the fucking 200 followers and the setting they're calling themselves a public figure on instagram get a fucking grip yeah i um get a in, grip inspiration model whatever to call themselves fucking influencers influencers that's the one yeah sorry about being influencers i mean you got fucking 600 followers i saw someone the other day like going on like replying to like posts on twitter about like um about influencers like oh actually i'll tell you about influencers. like why are you sucking influencers asses you're not even, you're not even an influencer you influence shit you influenced me to go away from your profile. That's what you've done. <laughs> you've influenced me to slag you off on a very popular podcast. Well, we'll have the last laugh. Because <laughs> uh, I've been listening to this, so they can't even defend themselves. But I've got nothing else to talk about. Um, no, I mean, do you see the, do you see the immigrants in the roof rack of English people's car? In, in the roof rack. Yeah, you know, the, the box at the top. You kind of slide in. Oh, in like one of those. Like, one of the ones like... Of a car? Yeah, okay, yeah. That big box on the top of the roof. Is no. it called a roof rack? I think it's roof, called a roof, roof rack. box. Roof box. Roof box, something like that. They kind of like... They're like a big suitcase on top of your car. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Kind yeah, of no, tell, me, tell me the story. So... I'll pretend I've not um, heard it before. <laughs> um, no, so it was on... They're going through the Euro... Tunnel, tunnel. Ch- yeah, channel thing Eurostar. on the, um, on the ferry. Apparently, these guys have kind of targeted this car because they wanted to get into England, illegal immigrants. So they snuck into the roof box or whatever it's called. Um, little did they know, they ended up over a hundred miles away in France. Um, these guys pulled up um, in a service station in Normandy, get out of the car because they've heard a bit of rustling from above them on the box. Open the box and yeah, two immigrants get out and get all right, bollocking off them. How did two grown ups fit in that box? I mean, obviously, like you think if, if if that was you, yeah, you are going to go obviously fucking ape shit. Like you've got all your belongings in there and stuff. But at the same time, you kind of think, what kind of shithole of a background have these guys come through to spend hours and hours and hours on end cooped up together in the tiniest little space with minimal. Fucking oxygen supply, probably stinking because the journey has yeah, been but hours before that to get out so of their country. I saw the video and they both had fresh gowns on. Maybe they just wanted to link up with some girls and they couldn't afford the fight. <laughs> just got a hot tinder for a box in the video on there. Let's hear it because it's funny. Uh, the guys are, you know, you twat. <laughs> what does he call him? Yeah, he calls him a twat. He goes, get out of my fucking sight. Um, kind of well spoken, you guys as well. He was what? 
bit of like a well-spoken English guy, so yeah. all these swears coming out It was the bit where they go, where's our stuff? Because <laughs> these two guys have obviously targeted their car, come along, undone the roof box, dashed all the shit in a bush. Here we go, here we go, let's hear this. Sit around so I can see it. So here we go, just get out of the car. I <laughs> post <laughs> come flying out. Come here. The man goes nowhere near him. Guy's arguing back like he's got a leg to stand there. There's an old French one in the middle. There's no idea what's going on. Walking towards some, a bush. Oh my god, they've gone. He asked for his stuff, he asked him to stay there. Put up through the bush. I mean, you said he was never to be seen again. I think I heard that he got arrested and released. Yeah. There we go. But never heard by them people again, probably. So when I, uh, I know this place gets a shout out so much on the show. When I worked at the service station, I was doing nights on, I was working at WH Smith. And um, I was kind of like working alone. It was me and like in the full building, it was me and one other person working there. And uh, I was vibing on a till, just, you know, just vibing, playing some football manager. Don't work there anymore. What are you going to do? Sack me. <laughs> so I was playing football manager. You've already done it. Yeah. And <laughs> For different reasons. Um, so I uh, so I'm playing on football manager and then this guy walks in and grabs a fresh Vinto from the fridge and just like walks past me so I'm like going, oh, excuse me you pay, you pay fat here and the guy's walking Roy stop that boy <laughs> <laughs> so the guy's getting off I'm like hey I said hey you pay fat here the guy's getting off mate so I think fuck this guy getting like acting like I'm proper hard so I go to follow him outside and I stop at the door and I think actually actually this guy could be leading me into a trap. So I think, fuck this. So I had to go back in. I thought, I'm not going to die over a Vinto that I don't even own. It would have been hilarious if you went back in and he sucker punched you and stole your laptop. <laughs> so I go back in and think, fuck that, I can have that. Got to do, uh, do a team talk here. It's nil-nil at half-time. I'll, I'll reply. <laughs> yeah, i got to do a team talk. I'm one-nil down to Shrewsbury. <laughs> and um, so when the guy comes back in, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm just, Fucking got a man sent off here. I just want to. So when I go, I go, no, says you do on you. Says you've already stole that. Get Vimto. lost. Where is that Vimto, by the way? So anyway, the guy grabs some more shit, gets like a fresh little Jaffa cake muffin and um, like a flapjack, you know, some two things from the same area. And uh, the guy's walking out again. And I'm like, hey, I said, hey, hey, I'm not having this anymore. So I go, you come here, come here, come here. And like the guy's walking out again, so I think, oh, fuck this. I'm not following him out. Definitely not. I'm going to get killed. So I go back in. I'm like, right, I'm probably just going to have to phone the police at some point. And the guy comes back in, tears in his eyes, crying like a little girl. Like a little girl. And um, he goes, starting, police, police, police. Police or police? Police. Police. Yeah, so I'm like, so I'm like police. I was like, are you saying p- police? So he says, yeah. So I says, I'm not going to call the police. I says, just, just leave now. Don't come back and we'll just call it right. I'm not going to call the police. Do us a favour, mate. Rob was a Vimto as well. Fucking pie, yeah. <laughs> Rob was a £10 top-up voucher from the... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the guy goes, please. And he starts crying. And he says, police. And starts like nodding. So I go, do you want me to phone the police? 
So the guy goes, yes, yes, yes. So I'm like, okay, well, take a seat. I'm just very glad you're not going to kill me. Just take a seat and uh, <laughs> we'll have someone along shortly to uh, throw you in the slammer. So anyway, I ring the police. And um, the guy turns up on a, on a pedal bike, a police officer on a pedal bike. It's obviously not coming Definitely just send it to the fucking the milk monitor of police. Yeah, absolutely more. Because obviously it's something that's nothing. So the guy comes in. And he goes, right, he says, um, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, we know what this is all about. So he explains to me that usually somebody like him will come, they'll get themselves arrested, they'll get logged in the system, released, and then that's it, then they're in the system, they're a part of this country. Oh, really? Yeah. It's and simple um, as that. But as he's like, the guy sat there, cop comes over to me and goes, is there any, any chance you can nip over to Costa and get him a coffee? I went, what, free of charge? He went, yeah, I went, absolutely no chance, mate. Even I don't get coffees for free. Like, why would he get one for free? He's already stole some stuff from me, no? <laughs> Yeah, I was all right. Okay, yeah, no worries. Can he make the guys had his fill? He had a free Vimto, nice little treats, <laughs> free entry to the UK. And you want a coffee? Yeah, would you like a latte? Would you like some caramel in that bottle? Like, guy goes and takes it. Go get a couple of sugars out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry, buddy. Yeah, would you like a panini of some kind? Yeah, vegan. You're a vegan as well, of course you are. Okay, no worries. So yeah, that's my immigration story. I don't really have what I don't think. Um, I mean, that's just kind of related to that scenario, really, that I was involved in. Um, yeah, I didn't have a fuck about in that job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've both got stats from that company. Yep, for gross incompetence. <laughs> <laughs> both the exact same reason as well. My older brother did it, so I thought, surely they won't think two audience have done it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember once I, um, I was putting the shutters down one night and the, the, like the shutter key was like next to, you know, it's the shutters, you know, people, that, the shutters, I'm trying to yeah. explain it in a way that people understand. You know, they fold up in the top of the door and then they come down. Yeah. So anyway, attached to these keys was a long safe key and it was about six inches long, this key. And as the shutters coming down, the safe keys point upwards at like an 11 o'clock position. And as the shutters coming down, it gets wedged in like the corrugated bit of the shutter. And as it gets wedged, I'm thinking, oh shit, and I try and unhook it, but it's already got to the point where it's too tight to undo. And I think, shit, and I'm like, let go. And because it's like wedged the key in the downwards position, the shutter still comes down and it goes ping, pings the key clean off, breaks it in half, and then the key fall on the floor. The shutter stops about three quarters of the way down. And then for about two months afterwards, the shop had to operate with uh, one of the shutters being three quarters of the way down. That was uh, health and safety written all over it. Yeah, people. I remember um, people ducking in and out of it. Couldn't shut it at night properly. I, I remember uh, getting, getting people stealing from the shop in there as well. Um, you know, as you do, you get like a a lot of people come and you know congregate, and whether it's football fans or whatever, a lot of them came in, started robbing the sweets, and some little day came up. She's like, "Excuse me, love. Oh, let me fill in the bags." I looked at how many it was of them, how big it was, and I said, "Thanks, love. Who's next, please?" <laughs> I'm going to sort them off. Well, yeah, I don't fuck fucking... that. I'm not going to go mean. die for some fucking confectionery. <laughs> go stand out there like the guys are filling the bags in your stunt. As they go to leave, you're stood in the aisle and you go, put the bag down, cocksucker. <laughs> Show me one-on-one. You fucked with the wrong shop assistant. He's <laughs> fucking absolutely uh, Chuck Norris is heading. Steven Seagal, the arms and... He's mad though because there's some like elderly women in that, that will live and die for that shop. They will fight, mate. There's a guy who had HIV who used to steal from there all the time. And um, I was working with a guy and um, this guy used to steal all the time, comes in again and he's absolutely filling his bag full of shit. And this kid who I'm working with goes over, he goes, uh, yeah, you're not to get out. And the guy just stands up, he goes, 
fuck off or I'll nut you. <laughs> so all these kids goes, all right, and walks off and leaves him to it. Well, the same guy was robbing once, and there was a woman who came out, and what was it, it was like a 12 or a 16 pack of waters. Game put, absolutely <laughs> tooled up out of the stock room. Oi, you, get out. Just trying to ping balls off his head okay. until he left the vicinity. People are ready to die for that shit, aren't they? Yeah, not me. Steal whatever you want. It's like if someone like reaches into the pick and mix, like grabs a handful and just like eats it. Oh, you gonna, oh you don't do that. They've already done it at that point. You get held up in a Asda's for doing that. Yeah, I got barred from Asda, which I still go into to this day. I uh, reached in, grabbed a blue smarter, not like a product, Candy King smarter, cheaper. And uh, this guy obviously was bored out of his mind. It was about one in the morning. He was obviously uh, he had his eye on top diet, so come play football manager. Yeah, he was watching me, and uh, on the way out, he goes, "You, go yeah." And he goes, I'll see you with your hand in the pick and mix. I went, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll just pay for whatever I took. I went, too late now, you've already consumed it. Too late, bucko. So I went, all right, we'll give you 2p. That's double the amount, mate. Like, oh, it's worth. He went, no, you have to come with me. So I went, mate, get away from me. I went to walk out, mate. The guy got me in the sickest headlock <laughs> you've ever seen me like, mate. My arms are spread wide like a butterfly. And um, he sits me down in some back room. I was only like 18 at the time. Don Bradcock. And um, <laughs> Don Brad, Dan Bradke. Dan Bradke, the trade Steve. And uh, sits me down, makes me sign a document that says I will never step foot in a Asda ever again. Went in the next day. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I still go into this day, Asda Pills with. That, um, which technically, technically I'm bad from. I'd absolutely love it if they got wind of this podcast and went, oh, fucking smart ass, is it? Put your picture up all over. But that's why I picture you with a mask on now, wouldn't yeah. um, oh, I? Oh, what I was going to say. Uh, no, it's gone. It's gone? Yeah. That seems like a good place to wrap up the podcast then for the for the day. Yeah. Night. Um, stay tuned for more Junkland goodness. We've got uh, Mysteries. Uh, mystery. I keep forgetting the name. Three. Unsolved part Mysteries. Three. Unsolved Mysteries Part 3. Um, check out Unsolved Mysteries 1 and 2 they're really good things um, check out the Pizzagate Factor Theory Factor Conspiracy episode that we did yeah. got a few good spooky uh, spooktaculars spooktaculars Junkland spooktaculars we've got um, sleep paralysis stuff in there which I want to go into more detail about and yeah check that shit out and if you're not on the social medias do go to Instagram which is at Junkland podcast or the facebook which is junk on hq um go on there enjoy that talk to us give us a shout and until the next one peace, peace.